Hi, and welcome to episode three of the client experience. Today's episode, we're talking all things rapport with Adriana Perez Chica, a leading licensed broker in real estate. Adriana has been in real estate since 2005 and brings with her a proven sales and closing track record. Clients and real estate professionals alike seek her out because of her commitment to excellence and knowledge of the real estate industry. Her depth of understanding around market trends and impressive negotiation skills quickly propelled her into the status of one of the top producing brokers in the greater Seattle area. Adriana sees every transaction as an opportunity to create a new future for her clients while protecting their interests above all. Her integrity, hard work, and positive energy provide a seamless support to every purchaser sale. And when she's not negotiating the next transaction, Adriana is at the gym or surrounding herself with family and friends. She loves to dive into the kitchen for a new culinary adventure and host dinner parties for her loved ones. And apart from all that, she's actually a very dear friend of mine. So I wanted to bring her on and say thank you, Adriana, for being here today. Oh, you're very welcome. It's a pleasure, Raya. I, this is really exciting what you're doing. And I love that you're, you know, getting yourself out there and with, through your experience that teaching other people, you know, how to improve their businesses. So thank you very much. So today I wanted to bring you on because... I've had the pleasure of working with you a little bit and seen what effort you put into building a relationship for the long term with your clients. So I just thought that if we're talking about rapport, I wanted to bring you on. So can you start by telling us a little bit about your business? Who are your clients? And then we'll talk a little bit more about how you serve them. Sure. So, you know, I do kind of a traditional selling in sellers and buyers, and I help group of people as well to invest. And I think my business is mostly people, they want to either buy their first home or they want to move into a bigger home. And I've been in the business for a long time. So I help actually several generations now you know, the parents and now the kids that I'm helping. So it's very interesting. So that's kind of my business. I really, since the beginning of my career, I sat the need to really educate our client about what they were about to do and not only to educate them to just go and buy one home. I wanted to educate them about what was the process and how they can start building wealth through real estate. That's awesome. That's awesome. Who else do you serve besides the traditional buyer or seller? Are there other people involved in the process? Oh, uh, what do you mean? Like my team or? Yeah. So like if in the process of a transaction, I assume there's more than just your clients that you have to keep happy. There's other people involved (laughs) in the process. Sure. Sure. So there's average about probably 25 people in one transaction. So it goes from. Wow. That's amazing. Title, escrow, loan officers, the processors. Sounds like you have to keep a lot of people happy during that process. There are a lot of people and with different needs and it's amazing how you can orchestrate a whole group of people that a lot of times you don't even know them, but we all working for one main goal and that's amazing. I called or, you know, realtors or people that are in real estate and I think in a lot of professions, ninjas, you know, because we have to jump through so much all the time in order to get that goal. But once we set ourselves to get it, nobody's going to stop us. And I've definitely seen that from you firsthand, which leads me into my next question about you, because one of the stories that you shared with me that I thought was amazing for the listeners out there, Adriana is very goal focused. She, I always say that she's fire. One of the stories she shared with me was when she was very young 
and how she was very vocal about saying what her goals were. And so I wanted to have you share that, Adriana, with the audience. You know, and I like to say this story because I think when you don't know that it's impossible, like you don't buy into somebody else's limitations, you are t- capable of doing it. What happens is a lot of people put their limitations, their beliefs and all that on us and we buy them. So when I was 15 years old, I moved to Seattle area of the United States. I didn't speak English. I didn't know the culture, uh, but I had big dreams. And I remember being really young that I wanted to uh, have a, you know, be in a radio host and a TV host. And that's what I wanted to do for a living. <laughs> I think a lot of kids, they, they want to become some kind of a celebrity. And I expressed that on a dinner with other people. And they laughed at me, like right in my face. And they said, oh, you know, unfortunately, Latinos or Mexicans don't come to this country to be radio hosts or TV hosts. And that give me the fire to say, well, watch me do it. And I did. I had a radio show for 11 years and I hosted a 13th episode TV show that I actually hosted, produced. I found sponsors. I mean, that was a thing that I wanted to do because I said I was going to do it. So that's how I set my goals. And I mean, the older I get, the most experienced, I make a plan and I, and I know why I want to do it. So well, I think um, everybody who's out there listening today, if you have a goal, if you got something that you want to do, there's always going to be a lot of people telling you that you shouldn't because other people have fell. Oh, that's not for you. You know, you or us, we don't do those things. It's up to you if you allow them. Without, If you don't give them the permission to put that limitation in your mind, nobody can stop you. Go get it. I love that. I don't even know if I've shared this with you before too, but Adriana and I both had kids young. And so I thought originally that college was not going to be an option for me. And so, but it was something that was really important. And so I just finally decided, screw it. I'm just going to enroll in one class. And I remember very clearly I had a two-year-old and I had a six-month-old baby and I just enrolled in one class and I went two nights a week. And that started in 2001. And I did not graduate with my bachelor's degree until 2013. And I went, a lot of people will tell you that they went to college for a long time. But what they didn't know about me is that I actually went to college consecutively for that entire time for 12 years. The only quarter that I took off was the quarter that I gave birth to my third child. So I went summer quarter and and all the way through. And there were people that also said the same thing to me where they said, you're not going to make it. You're not going to, you know, get your degree. And I was just like, watch me. And I think that there's a lot to that in running a business where, you know, there's naysayers and there's people that's, I mean, the the reality is there are many, many business owners who aren't prepared or don't have a strategy in place to stay in business. And there's a lot of desire, but maybe not the framework to stay in business. And that can lead from early ages and carry over. And so that's one of the reasons why I really respect and admire your ventures in being an entrepreneur. And specifically in real estate, because it is such a long game. It's not something where you have the one transaction. You're really building relationships with the community because when they get to the point that they want to buy or sell a home, they need to have you on the top of your mind. So tell me about a little bit about how you do that, you know, way before they're even thinking about that. Tell me, you know, what types of things that you do to 
befriend and continue that rapport with people so that when they're ready, they can come to you. So just want to mention about, I didn't know about your story about going to school with your whole family, Raya. That is amazing. So I respect you and I took off the hat that I don't have for you to do that. So to that question, I believe, you know, being in business and one thing that you might not know about me is that I open other businesses. Like you said, a lot of people, we have this desire to own something, to have our own business, but we go only with passion and desire, but that's not so sustainable in the long run. We need to have tactics. We have to have education. We have to have a business plan. So I failed in other eight business. This is my ninth business that I opened. And I was 100% on committed to any of the other ones that I opened before. It just what happened. And then you actually told me that you're going to ask me something at the end. So I'm going to leave that just a little, you know, my advice for people that wanted to open their own business. So how did I stay on top of it? I created and I decided that I wanted to make it a business. And so the business is in the back, but my relationships are in the front. So you can have relationships and you have to have systems to have those two combine. And you can not only measure them, but you can scale them. So I create different things. I had created, I mean, I read a lot of books and I ask a lot of people <laughs> a lot of things. So I created campaigns according to the sellers or buyers. So I either send them different touches as like a note that we do by hand or just something nice to say it about either holidays or their some kind of a anniversary or some kind of a special time. So we do that. We have them scheduled because I will not be able to remember and stay on top of every single thing if I don't have a system. So I have a campaign already done for buyers, sellers. And then what I do, I call them in about probably every 30 to 60 days, we are in contact with them. And what at that time we text them. So we are in constant top of mind of our clients. They might not need it at that moment, but when they do, they think of us. I also very active on social media and I also have a live show, uh, like a live Facebook and I give education capsules about how to create wealth and different topics about how to live well. So that's pretty much, you know, if I kind of covered everything that I do to stay on top of mind of my clients. You're missing a piece that's very, very important. And that is that you are the president of NARUP. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, like I don't have enough to do. <laughs> so there's a NARAP is the National Association of Real Estate Professionals. It's a national association, the biggest trade association in the United States with more than 3,000 members. And I am the president for the Seattle chapter. And what we do is sustainable homeowners, homeownership for Hispanics. Through this, NARAP had launched a Hispanic wealth project. So we educate our clients about how money works, how to invest, how to, you know, be uh, savvy about the things that they buy, involved in politics and uh, as well like fitness and family. So we do a lot of that stuff for our community because we believe that we cannot have power if we don't understand how all those things work around us. I love how that ties so closely into how you do business and your live stream show. And we'll put the links to her social media in the show notes. But if you have a chance to watch the live stream show, it is in Spanish. So bring your friend that speaks Spanish if you don't yourself. But if you do, you should check it out because it 
really is well-rounded. It's called Bienestar, which is well-being. And she's talking about all of these things that, you know, that NAREP stands for and the Wealth Project stands for. And so I had never seen anyone who'd done a regular weekly show on their Facebook page, which just shows how, you know, how out of the box you think, which I really respect that. Tell me, Adriana, what would you say is your most challenging thing when it comes to building rapport with your clients? And what is your favorite thing about building rapport with your clients? So I will share two things. I find out and I was actually very surprised that your clients, the people you know, you steer, they don't think of you every day as you think they do. They don't. If somebody comes and pursue them, they will go with them. Because that's how humans function. You know, it has nothing to do with, you know, they don't like you. There's a report that I read that 80% of people will recommend their realtor to somebody else. And only 5% of them does. Why? Because the realtors never keeps in touch with them. That's the reason. So when I found out that that was, you know, that they didn't think of me as I thought they did, I really dig into fairly deep and to staying connected with them. And that's the challenge part. Because if you're, you know, there's a, I have a database of, you know, probably close to 1400. And I update it. You know, I have to keep their addresses if they move, uh, phone numbers, emails, and all that stuff. So it takes a lot of work. That's actually the most work. If you think that selling or promoting your service or your product is the work that you is the biggest challenge, well, you miss in a biggest part, which is the behind scenes, you know, organizing and having a system. So I think that's kind of a, you know, I always believe that your strongest point becomes your, your weakest point. So I think it's just kind of balancing between those two, having as a business set and as well, you know, like I said, it's a bridge to go into the relationships, to keep in touch with them and have the time to do the business and the relationships is a challenge. If you could see me, I'm vigorously nodding my head right now because that's the whole reason behind my business and behind why I'm so passionate about both the client experience consulting that I do, but also this podcast is really educating people on doing what it is that you're doing. I know that it feels like there's no time. Um, and that's something that I hear a lot is I don't have the time to write the handwritten cards or to call everybody every three to six months or to do X, Y, or Z, but you don't have the time not to do that because not only are you not establishing that top of mind relationship, everything is about know, like, and trust. And when you put yourself in their shoes and you put yourself in their life in a way that is non-intrusive, but important. So they know to think of you, you're establishing that trust. They feel like they know you better and you are serving them with heart. And that's, you know, what I see you doing. And I just really appreciate that you put that as a priority in your brokerage is investing the time in building that relationship with people and really connecting with them. Because even if they they aren't going to do business with you. They may know somebody and we do love to make money, but ultimately the goal is to serve people. So Adriana, I wanted to ask you just a couple questions for the benefit of our listeners. The first one would be, what advice would you give to anyone running their own business that wants to provide a good 
client experience and wants to be able to build rapport with their clients over a period of time so that they're top of mind. Sure. And I think I concentrated a lot of the kind of the business aspect, but at the end, I like to always lead with this. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I think that should be your flag. If you look at the sell and then good luck, you might not go too far. So I always said, look how you can help. Look to help. And people know that you really care. If you put, I think there's nothing better than understanding their needs, asking them a lot of questions, create a lot of report and help them, guide them because they're looking for you because they need help. That's awesome. That's awesome. And tell me, what is the best advice that you've ever been given? Oh, gosh, I think I learned this the hard way and I get mentors. Get mentors and ask a lot of questions. Don't try to do it all on your own. Other people had already had trouble the same path you want to go to. So ask questions, find mentors. And I think that's the best advice that I have actually was ever, you know, one day given and actually take it. So I ask a lot of questions and I look for either people books <laughs> and even some you know like read a lot of my books from napoleon hill he never even met me but I, I think he's one of my big mentors because he talks a lot about you know he wrote the book about think and grow rich and what he says is if you really 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 want it with all your soul you will get it you will receive it you will find a way i love that so much And the last question I had for you was, how can we help you? And also, how can we find you if people want to know more information about your brokerage, which is via Real Estate Group? How can they find you so that they can receive the benefit of all of your real estate experience? Thank you. And if you know, you're looking to get information about either buying, selling, or investing, I give, you know, a lot of it, uh, little capsules through in our website and via real estate group. You can follow me in adriana.perschica and Instagram, or you can actually like my page, Adriana Perschica Real Estate, or you can uh, send me a friend request as well. We give a lot of information. I just wanted people to make sure that when they make a decision, they make that educated decision. And that's what we are here for. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And we just are delighted to have you as our guest and we appreciate you. So thank you so much. Thank you. And I really respect what you're doing and I appreciate the time and the opportunity. So I look forward to do it another time. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you to our guests for being with us today. And we look forward to another episode for episode four coming up soon. So thank you. Bye-bye.